Hello. Hi. Welcome. Welcome, Synchronicity Podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Nicole. And today, Divine Feminine. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this Feminine one. Feminine wounds. This Masculine is wounds. so much fun. Um, this, this is not fun, actually. This is not fun. Not <laughs> I fun. actually love talking, but this is like... This one's, this one's, this one's hard. This is trauma. This yes. is the base of trauma. So, uh, housekeeping. There isn't any. Uh, eight-week course coming up in September. Sign up. Join it. Especially if you identify with any of these, because you're going to identify with one. We'll teach you how to heal it. It's true. It's really lovely. Um, we are super excited about that. Uh, do, 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 do. I think that that's it. We've got... 365. 365. Who's with us? We're super excited. It's, uh, it's an adventure, for sure. Doing it. And um, we're going to start off talking about the divine feminine and the feminine well we're gonna talk about the wounded feminine yeah and then tell you what the so divine feminine yes would do wounded feminine Ooh, this is fun i think the wounded feminine is a lot harder to identify than the wounded masculine what do you think about that if you don't have boundaries you have wounds in the feminine <laughs> raise your hand if you struggle with boundaries everybody <laughs> should fucking raise their hands so we Everybody. all have wounds here. Um, yeah. So I don't think they're that hard to identify. They're not, and um, they are some real shit in society. <laughs> shit show. We're all shit shows, but we're here to heal. Yes, and what they they, they manifest in a lot of different ways. Like Mike said, like boundary work. Boundaries um, are all feminine. A lot of have I said that wounds, enough? Yeah, they come out as low self worth. Comparing yourself to others. Who has a problem with those things? I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, inability to say no. Oh, can you raise your hand? My hand's just going to stay up. Um, being able to express space Ooh. and when you need it. Wait, raise my hand again. Yep. Actually, I'm just not going to put it down. Um, let's see what else. People pleasing. Oh, weird. Feeling bad for your feelings. My arm's getting tired. When you're expressing them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, I did that earlier today. <laughs> You're severely sexually repressed. I'm not that, actually. Um, that one I'm going to put my hand down for. Yeah, like severely, like there's a lot of sex, shame, fear, guilt. That comes a lot from um, a lot of religious trauma mm. is a feminine wound. I don't have that. There is lack of feeling in the body. So numb to feelings and emotions. You're completely cum- cut off. My um, arm's going to break. You know, and where the usually that looks like you're attracted to the motion the uh, the emotionally unavailable and you're completely disconnected from your body and your heart i was until i did ayahuasca uh yes i can i definitely saw that i'm still a little disconnected we're working on it getting better next month yes um you are unable to receive got no problem with that you are also afraid to speak your truth with love and you have massive shame, guilt, and victimhood around your entire essence. Hmm. I know so, a few of those. I think that I know a lot of this. this I had my hand raised for the majority of those. Yeah, Megan, Megan and I are both sitting over here like, <laughs> these are familiar. Me, me. These are uncomfortable. We're healing them. They are. So if any of those resonate with you, yes, I know they're really, really triggering. And I... I hope you have internal. Don't shut it off. off. Don't turn There's it off. There's hope because there is hope and boundaries. We are gonna go through just like we did in our masculine. 
we are going to talk about our five archetypes for the feminine when they're in their wounded feminine. And um, Megan's going to start us off with our first one. And who's ready for guarded Georgia? This is the masculine woman. Her body is Eve is very rigid. There is no feminine flow. Like the feminine is very fluid. So there's no flow to this woman. Like her hips are very tight. You can see this a lot when I'm in a yoga. If you have like hips that tuck underneath, <laughs> you're in your masculine. Um, because we actually didn't mention this in the last one, but the left is feminine and the right is masculine. So actually, if you haven't read The Body Keeps Score, highly recommend it. But it also scientifically proves this. Um, it's very triggering. But your wounds <laughs> actually show up in the body. You can see it in the body, how the energy is as below, so above. So, and at Guarded Georgia, um, she's very cutthroat energy, um, but afraid to express emotion. So it's just this very angry fuck off energy like I don't have feelings I'm like I'm strong I can do it myself it's like Miss Independent you know it's the man hater the like fuck men da, da, da. I mean, how many women do we see now that are so in this en energy because they're so resentful of men in their lives that they're like fuck men like we can do it better da, 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 da. like no one was questioning that but like did you why? have boundaries with him or are you just mad at him? Why? But this probably happened in childhood. So probably. it's just like she's got something to prove. Absolutely. Um, so guarded Georgia, it's just like you can't get close to her. She's not emotional. She doesn't express emotions. She's never in her feelings. So her body's very rigid because her energy fields in her body are very blocked. She's all in her head. She only uses her mind. Um, you know, that kind of energy. And it's gnarly because divine feminine is very fluid, very easily steps into emotions, what she wants, what she needs, what she desires. Um, but is also very much like, this doesn't feel good? No. Men shape women and society with their no. And no is an answer. No is a boundary. You do not have to explain why you're saying no. We so often feel like we need to explain ourselves and it's like we're, you know, it's this really like ridiculous need. And it's like no's an answer, um, you know, to where guarded Georgia's like, I mean, again, she's very, very masculine. You know, she probably never wears a dress. She can't be vulnerable. Um, there's not this like flow and just like ease. There's such a grace when a woman's in her divine feminine, her body is very relaxed. Um, you know, she ebbs and flows. She takes naps when she needs to. There's not this like, go, 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 because the masculine produces, the feminine just is. Yeah. So she's very much about production. Yeah, she's usually very high up in a man-driven industry. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you see her, she's the CEO, the CFO. She has to be a man mm -hmm. at work, and she has done a very good job she's she can't very take, successful she can't take her plastic balls off when she yes, goes home though. they are not in her glove they're box. not removable they are not removable from her glove box they yeah it's a situation um but they do they, they these women they're very powerful oh yeah they're boss bitches but they they haven't learned that you can be both yes they have not learned to be both and they are uh, like i said they're a force to be reckoned with but they megan said they're very they're very rigid and they're there's a lot and guess what? 
a rigid object breaks. snaps. <laughs> a fluid object does not. Yes. So, moving on. Moving on to our lovely hmm. drumroll mothering Martha. Oh, we also forgot to say guarded Georgia goes with timid Tommy. Yes. Because she's a plow, so she'll just like she just <sighs> runs him over. She tells him what to do, how and to he's do it. Gotta be passive it. aggressive or she'll cut his nuts off. Yeah. And probably eat them for breakfast. I don't know. She's she's a man eater. But like yeah, there's she's, there's she's a lot. She's a lot. Well she's a ten. She's usually narcissistic and timid Tommy's a zero. So Yes, it is true. So the nice guy typically goes with the masculine woman. Usually yeah. is how it goes. Well and if it just also, side note, I know we see these a lot, but if you are trying to be both respected and cherished in a relationship, that's narcissism, and that's guarded Georgia. She wants to be a 10. She wants to be um, cherished and respected, and she takes up all the space. The thing is, is like a relationship has to be 50-50, so there has to be give. So usually the feminine is cherished and the masculine is respected just because you cannot – and that doesn't mean you don't have times of being respected and things like that. Like we said, this is 90% of the time. You are just – this is your core need to feel fulfilled in a relationship. Um, but a lot of these wounds, you'll also figure them out because <laughs> – One's a 10 and one's a zero. That's a codependent relationship, and that's trauma. That's trauma bonding. Yes, it is. These are all trauma bondings, yes, by the way. they are. I know. Yes. So our mothering Martha, she's exactly that. She's a mother. And instead of caring for a man, she cares – instead of caring for a man, she carries him. She's like the sugar mama. And she goes with Peter Pan, very lovely Peter Pan, Paul, mm-hmm. the wounded little boy, Um she mothers him with her vagina. She literally, like, she does it all. She is the breadwinner. She is the boss. She is the... But she's actually the zero. Right. He's the ten. Right. Yeah. And so... This... She gives and gives and gives. Yes. If and you're she... a cancer, careful. Yes. And she never takes anything for herself. She's never always giving. No. Yes. And when she does start saying no... Her Peter Pan gets real squirmy real fast. Well, she has no boundaries. So right. guarded Georgia has every boundary and will, like, cut off your nuts if you fuck up. And it's not really boundaries. She just, like, is She's terrifying if you fuck up. Like, that's not a boundary. That's just, like, abuse. She's abusive. It's fear. And mothering Martha is, like never says no and just gives and gives and gives until there's nothing left right. so she's the zero and then peter pan be the 10 yes so again narcissism codependency uh, yep it is a thing and then our next one goes with our love and light lewis spiritual sally she's the avoidant she's the avoidant yeah because and but she's like oh my god the spirit guide said this this must be a divine message like everything is fucking about spiritualism and it's ridiculous it's like everything has to be a message from something and everything has to be fucking woo woo and like i love the woo woo do not get me wrong but time and place time and place and like we're human like come back to earth um but she sees everything through rose-colored glasses she suppresses her emotion and often uses spirituality to hide behind her behaviors it's like this woman that's like well Oh my, oh my gosh, I was an asshole because my, my, in meditation, my spirit guides told me that you were going to fuck me over or is like resentful because it's like, well, my spirit guide said I was going to win the lottery and I didn't. So I hate the universe today. It's like everything is fucking woo. It's not just like I'm having a bad day. It's like, 
oh my god like there's a demon in my closet i don't even know like it's this yeah, everything, everything is, is anything that happens to her has a spiritual or something yeah. woo woo link to it now this can happen with not just the woo woo this can happen with god like there's spiritual god addiction that are like yeah. super about god where it's like oh god was this or i saw god or mm -hmm. the angels and all this stuff so it's it, this individual does really well with love and light lewis because they just like feed off each other's her. bullshit yeah. not saying that they are bullshit not saying the woo, -woo is bullshit but they love each other's bullshit and he will woo her with sound baths and cacao and she will be like oh my god you're like my twin flame she and, just can't live in reality right and she avoids reality she avoid she avoids feeling it's she spiritual avoid, addiction yes she she's addicted she's usually in the yoga studio a lot she probably has like 500 yoga teacher hours that she's never done anything with and she's like i'm just here because i took these classes and now i know better than everybody else in the spiritual arrogant. world yeah they're very arrogant they're very ego driven women um, when it comes around spiritualism, they always know better in the realm of well, they, I meditated harder and I meditated they more. They just can't be vulnerable of like, I'm having a shitty day. Yeah. They're just avoidant of their feelings. Like yes. everything is like divine and just how it should be. And they can't just be like, this is just shitty. <laughs> so yeah, that's, um, but they're also because of that, they're, they're, it's almost like they've had so much trauma that they can't, I mean, it's an addiction. They can't live in reality. It's like any kind of addiction is actually linked back to, um, you know, escape of reality. They just can't actually function in the fact that like, we're all struggling and face planting and it's rough. And it is rough. that's why we're all in this together and we have each other, but there's these people that just cannot just be. And so this is a wound in the masculine because she will not actually allow a man to hold her when she cries. And again, it's that vulnerability. It's that boundaries really with herself of like, no, I need to just like open up and feel this and be real. She can't be real. Well, and we were taking a class a couple of weeks ago and there was a girl on there. It was, it was talking about, um, wounds, like feminine wounds. And there was a girl on there and she's like, I've done ayahuasca. I've done like four or five trips of ayahuasca and I just, I just still can't, you know, I still can't find what I'm looking for. And she was like looking all to the outside source when like it was all inside. And well, it's like, how do you feel? These people yeah, are not people, talking about their feelings yeah, or their wants or their desires. The they can't be real. Was, the person that was leading it was asking like, how do you feel? How does that make you feel? I don't know. I, you know, and it was like, she was answering. It was amazing to watch and observe because she kept answering with spiritual answers. Well, my spirit guide this or my trip that. And like she was answering these questions about her feelings about like with spiritualism. Right. And it was really um, I was kind of taken back by it because I was like, wow, like when you actually sit back and look at it, there's a lot of these people. They're like, well, I got a message from God. Not saying that people don't get downloads. People absolutely get downloads, but downloading all the time and response to whatever is going on in the world you know it it can be a bit much and it is an addiction it is this like smoke and mirrors to hide behind yeah it's like just be in reality sometimes like just be human for a second and it's hard it yeah. is hard sometimes humanness to be here easy. and to be vulnerable but do it and it it'll get easier i promise um our next one she is um she's great she is, she? is invisible 
Her name is Victim Vicky. Hmm. Victim Vicky. She she can't take up space, and she is afraid to be seen. She feels very repressed and small. Guess who she goes with? Remington. Yeah, she goes with the, the bully. So... If you haven't listened to our past podcast about the divine masculine and the masculine wounds, um, we talked about the masculine energy. Road Rage Remington is the man who is extremely dominant. He's egotistical. He is just like a force, like way too much. He's the bully. He is. Um, you, you can see these relationships quite often. Like I had mentioned earlier, like at a sports bar, like this guy is the one yelling at the TV. He's usually with someone, a woman who's very timid. She pays the bills, you know, in... Al-Anon and AA, she would be the one that is um, the person who is enabling the behavior. And she just well, kind of exists. Yes. Yeah, and he's a 10. This would be, I mean, this is the abused woman. This yes. is the woman that gets the shit beat out of her at home. Um, and doesn't talk about it. She had a door frame. Talk about it. Like, that's this. And you can see it in their bodies. I mean, it's just like they're broken souls. That just, they can't take up space, and, and for good reason, because if they do, and they're with Road Rage Remington, or, road, you know, Road Rage, like, probably the steroids. Anyway, um, you know, she's the one making excuses for him, and, like, and she may not work. It might be one of those, because he's so controlling that she just stays at home and, like, you know, is she's clean neat. and so anxious and scared that, you know, he's going to get angry with her, or, like, if she even looks at another guy, and... She's in a very abusive relationship, but you can also see this in her body. Like, even if she's not in an abusive relationship, it's like these women walk into a room and their shoulders are rolled forward and they're collapsed kind of into their bodies. And they look down on the floor. They look down and there's this um, repressed energy and they're they're not in flow and at ease. They're very just uncomfortable in their own skin and everybody knows that vibration. There's no self-worth. There's no self-esteem. There's no confidence. It's just she's been completely, or he, depending, completely broken. Um, and it's the, these people, it's like it's really hard to be around them because there's just this auric field of sadness. And it's like, you know, that they just want to, like, cry. and But there's the repressed emotional feel because they're in fear constantly they're in a ptsd response yeah they almost just like you can feel that they want to ask for help like it's just that like Mm. you just want to hug them and tell them it's going to be okay but you know they're also they have a tendency victim vicky has a tendency like she blames everything on everybody else well she has no power and she has no boundaries like walked all over like Money, life, control. I mean, everything is, yeah. She takes no power in her life. She has no power in her life. She has completely collapsed into self. It's gnarly. It is. And, you know, she's, we've seen her and we want to hug her. But if you are her, if you are her, we can help you. Good. Definitely can help you. There's a reason you're here. Ask for help. Because help is help hope love well you've just trauma bonded so she probably had an addictive father that was abusive and like at home if she said or did anything there was yelling and screaming and fights and beating and she just got beat down over and over again to the point where she just stayed 
And she is the exact opposite of our next one, who is dominating Doris. (laughs) And dominating Doris is exactly what she sounds like. She is the emasculator. She feels unsafe in her body. She tries to control every situation, including men, including everything in her life. I mean, she is like the definition of like extreme type A. Um, she will try to control all of her man's problems, solve them for him. She just like, she's like a bull. Like she just, I'm going to do it on my own. I don't need your help, which is very different than guarded Georgia. Like guarded Georgia. Yes. She's in her masculine, but she's not, she's just like blocked feminine energy. This woman is like completely embodied masculine energy. And she is just like, I'm going to solve your problems. I don't want to hear about like, this is like these dominating women that you can see with um, like more timid men. Like she would go probably really well. Well, with like jacked up Jason. Yeah. Like Megan is not dominating at all. No, actually, when I <laughs> when first did it. this, I was actually victim Vicky. I was actually super repressed to the point where like I couldn't take up any space. And I remember in like college and stuff. I would leave parties because I was so insecure. I'd be like, oh, my God, like, I can't be here. I, I can't be here. I can't, like, function. And um, I even have back problems from, like, rolling in my shoulders and stuff. So, actually, interesting enough, I'm a mix of a couple. Dominating Doors is not one of them. But um, Victim Vicky and actually Spiritual Sally. I have a tendency to be a very avoidant. So, um, yeah, that was actually the one that I got on our test well and dominating Doris goes really well with jacked up Jason because jacked up Jason is non-committal and he wants all of his problems solved right and so dominating Doris she just go for it she just she will solve all his fucking problems well yeah no it's like my ex-boyfriend that this is named after actually I found out that um one of his other girlfriends actually like knew about us they had an open relationship. They had an open relationship that Megan was not informed of. I did not know. Anyway, it was fucking messed up. But anyway, you know, like she would bring him breakfast and coffee and like was trying to solve all of his problems. Like he went to rehab and she was like watching his dog and like, you know, again, she was probably a mix of two too, but it was when she came over the night that all of that went down, it was quite interesting because like dominating Doris, she was afraid of losing control of him because of me um i was not aware of her but she was afraid of losing control of him so she showed up dominating the situation trying to get me out of it to control him um even though he's not committal and sleeping with a bunch of other women as i found out um it was like oh shit like but her energy was just like slamming into him it was like well, she emasculated She him. emasculated him. She's, like, yelling at him. And I'm like, didn't you agree to this? Like, I didn't agree to any of this. But, like, I'm just going to leave. Like, this is your guys' problem. Again, avoidant. But, like, I actually sat in it for a while and talked to both of them. But it, it's, yeah. I mean, she was like, well, I knew he was going to start drinking again. And da-da-da-da. I'm like, what kind of fucked up shit is that? Like, what? But that's her. She's She is so unsafe in her own self. Mm-hmm. And so insecure in herself that she had to do anything and everything to control the situation. Well, and I don't know whether she... Well, she's a mix of dominating Doris and mothering Martha. 
well, that's like that her mix. And we're usually yeah. not just one, but right. like that particular individual would be my guess that she was a mix of the two of these. Um, cause like bringing in breakfast and doing all that is not really dominating, but like showing up and like trying to control the situation and do all of that is very much dominating Doris. But you know, and it's like that I can do it all myself, like fuck men, blah, blah, blah. But what she really wants is a masculine man. Um, but she's so far in her masculine that she doesn't even know what that looks like. So, well, and when you're, when you're in these, these wounds and we talked about at the end of the last podcast about how to step into healing the wounded masculine. And with this, it's, you know, when we're healing the wounded feminine, when you start to identify and break them down, you really have to like give yourself permission to feel because feminine feels and it's really hard and you're going to probably cry and you're probably mad. You're probably like want to throw a pillow and like feel all of the feels like don't be scared of your feelings because when you're actually starting to feel your feelings is when you're starting to heal them and you're starting to actually be able to step into your divine feminine when you're actually able to identify like why I'm feeling this way, why this is coming, why am I having a visceral reaction, why is my, this just an icky situation? Because that's what's like learning to understand like, oh, okay, I'm allowed to have these. I'm allowed to be a little flighty. I'm allowed to be a little overwhelmed. I'm allowed to be chaotic because that's the true essence of feminine. And when you start to really be into those, they start to become more comfortable. And when they become more comfortable, then everything starts to heal and flow because you're actually honoring your true essence of self which is if you identify as a feminine core that would be how you heal that um but also like stepping into the divine masculine and you know showing up for yourself creating a safe space creating like I know for us in our containers we actually have our part of healing the feminine wounds is having people set three boundaries with themselves to even teach them because they have to have boundaries with themselves before they have boundaries with anything else. And when they started, people start doing that. They're like, wow, this is actually like, if I can hold a boundary with myself, I can totally hold a boundary with someone else. Oh, that's our advanced program. Yeah. But it's like amazing how much. First they, you have to identify them. Yeah. But like how, when you start to identify, they're like, wow, this is a, uh, wow, this is a lot harder than it is, but it's, it is. And we have to keep, you know, being in it. And that's, that's a part of the beautiful process of like healing and like being in it. And like, also I would say like when you're in this and you're in your wounded, surround yourself with people that are not in the drama because wounded feminine is so dramatic and they're like around drama and like their friends are usually wounded because like attracts like, and it's this like, oh my gosh, because it's the pattern of negativity And when you take yourself out of it and you start to expand your horizon and change your friend group and like even change your own frame of thought because these are coming to the surface, it's amazing how much different you start to feel, ha, back to feelings, but also how you show up because when you're showing up for yourself and you're like in it and you're not around all this like garbage and junk and people constantly telling you, yeah, you're a victim. Yeah, you deserve that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they start saying, uh, no, you probably should look at that. Yeah. That's not Friends should hold you accountable. They shouldn't be true cheerleaders unless it's time to be your cheerleaders. Right. Like true friendship is accountability. Right. And when, you know, you're with friends that are like, hey, that's not cool. And you step into like working with the divine masculine and you're asking for clarity and like groundedness and you're starting to become grounded in your own life. 
it's amazing like how quickly these patterns will start to surface but then like slowly dissolve over time well and the other thing that we should touch on is like everything has to do with the relationship that you have with yourself this begins and ends with the relationship that you have with yourself if you're seeing these patterns and these issues or you're identifying hard with one of these things and this was the hardest lesson I learned is that it's not the other people they are a mirror they are a reflection to what's going on in your world vibration matches vibration and that's a really 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 hard pill to swallow and it is everything in your life you are attracting everything in your life is a in essence like what you are so your essence vibrates out and selects everything that is on your level so if you want to change you know like stop apologizing and start actually like being that person that you want to be embodying that but it begins with a relationship with yourself it begins with like stop apologizing forgive and move into self-love everything begins and ends with how much you love yourself and self-love was a big pill for me to swallow um something I'm still working on daily I know that Aaron Rodgers just talked about this in his podcast with ayahuasca and it's the number one plant thing plant medicine has given me is like understanding the frequency of love And for those of you that have been in love, um, and I know it was one of my biggest teachers, was like how you loved that person is actually the love that you're capable of giving yourself. And you don't need an external force to do that for you. Um, It's something that's open to all of us. And when you truly love yourself, all of this actually heals and becomes quite natural. And you stop apologizing for being who you are and you know, your wants and needs and desires and feelings and you don't need validation. You don't need any of these things. And it all comes back to the frequency of love. And it's um it's massive when you start to make these shifts. So well, and when you're inviting love into your life, you know, it's changing that dialogue in your head. Like it's so amazing how like we'll have people that come to us and they work with us and they they're like, Oh I have to do this. Well you don't have to do anything. But when you start to change the whole purpose of being like, I get to, like, wow, I get to wake up every morning. I don't have to get up, but I get to. It's an honor. And that is showing like how much you appreciate your life. And that's feminine. It's like we're so connected into love and the like world becomes love because feminine is love. And like when Megan talks about like love and being in love with yourself and not like in a narcissistic like insane way of being obsessed it's you know you're choosing to fix the lens when the lens is broken and you can't see you can't see the damage but then as you begin to choose to fix the lens with love you start to actually see how different the world is and how your wounds slowly become fixed over time and, you know, that's that's stepping into feminine embodiment and, like, allowing yourself to feel. You're inviting love in. You know, you're opening yourself to flow, like, with the universe. Like, feminine, like, flows. Like, we have to flow. We flow every month. And we, like, live life by the moon. Like, we're water. Like, we just – you just have to let go of that structure and that, like, rigid masculine box. Well, it's the mind. puts us in. Yeah. It's dropping out of the mind. And it's like, you know, if you feel something – that's it. Right. That, that is like, no, this doesn't feel good. 
That's it. Like that, that is, that should tell you everything you need to know. You don't need to make it logical. Well, and also like, don't think for a second. And I know that we've had Megan and I have really had to work through this because we both came out of, Megan was more in a job where she could be more feminine. Mm-hmm. I was in a very like rigid and I, like we circle back around, like being masculine and work is absolutely important, but it was all about production. It was about producing. It was about all this stuff. And like, I lived my life even outside of work in this like extreme masculine energy of just constantly like product producing. And like, if I wasn't working or doing laundry or getting groceries or doing like all of these like things, I would have like massive shame around it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like we can take a nap mid-afternoon because we worked all morning and we're really like we need to reset it's the ebb and flow and being okay and not beating ourselves up over it and i know it took us quite a bit of time not still working on it necessarily she she's a little bit easier of a napper than i am but you know being like okay this isn't a priority today we don't have to get it done i get to do it tomorrow because it's the privilege of being my you know our own bosses but it's the framework of changing that. I don't have to do all of these things today, exhaust myself to the point where like if it doesn't get done, I'm going to beat myself up because that is very much being in this masculine embodiment that like the feminine really struggles with. Well, if, if you want to think about it in layman's terms, like the masculine is here to protect and do for others. And the feminine is kind of an interesting energy because it's more about like, I'm going to take care of myself first so then I can assist others. So if you want to get more, you know, whether you want to get into more of one or the other, if you want to get more into your masculine, go into like producing and giving and like showing up and doing all of these things, like that's masculine. If you want to drop into your feminine and heal the feminine, go get your nails done, go get a massage, wear a dress. Take time to do your makeup. Take time to get your hair done. Like self-care, self-love and taking time for self because actually when you think about like nurturing or doing any of that, that's actually a masculine energy. Feminine is actually like self-care. It's that ebb and flow of how do I feel? What do I need? And, um, you know, when I started really dropping into this, it was like it was amazing how when you go to Europe and Europe in general is like more feminine energy, like all the women are in dresses. There's an ebb and flow and that's why our nervous systems, a lot of people like go to Italy or something and they love it there. It's because it's feminine and actually America is very masculine. Or if you go to Mexico, there's just this ease. That's feminine energy. And I don't mind wearing dresses in either one of those places. But when I come to America or in America, because I used to travel a lot, it's like wearing a dress feels very scary. And the other day I like went to put on a dress and I was like, this actually, I went into a spin and I was like, oh my God, what if I have to hop a fence? And I was like, well, then hop a fucking fence in a dress. And it was really funny, right? Because this is how powerful the mind is. Manifestation. You have to be careful what you think, right? Because I remember that being such a profound thought. Well, fast forward like a month, I'm wearing a dress again and I didn't have that thought because I'm wearing a lot more dresses than I used to. And... Uh, you know, like we were at the Renaissance Festival and there was fucking people everywhere and not enough parking. So we just parked the car on the side of the road and I was in dress. And guess what? I have to hop a fucking fence and I hopped the fence and walked down and it was fine. It's like face your fears. It's really not that big of a deal. A lot of the things that come up is like, oh, my God, this is going to be so scary. Like you can be in your feminine and take shit on. 
it's like this whole like oh my god I have to be like vulnerable and scared and all of this stuff it's like that's what's so important about balancing these energies within yourself is is that like when I put on the dress I was feminine but when I hopped the fence I was in my masculine and it was like look at how much these energies are starting to work together and they're starting to be in coherence and it's starting to show up in that I'm not in fear responses. I'm not in PTSD responses. I just do what needs to be done and I drop in and out of the masculine and feminine with ebb and flow and ease. And a lot of those fears are starting to dissipate because I know myself and I know my energies enough to be able to step into them when I need to. And that's the ultimate goal is to be able to move between the two energies and be aware of it when doing so. That's the ultimate goal because manifestation and everything, which we teach in our course, is about balancing these energies and being aware of them. Well, women used to ride horses. In dresses. Side saddle. So <laughs> you can hop a fence. I did it. Yes. I'm living proof. She did. But we want we want to invite you to just really like maybe for, you know, 30, 60, 90 days, just commit to like being. Even if you just like sit with yourself and feel your feels for like five minutes a day even, even if it's five minutes might be a lot maybe like 20 seconds start with that just be in it and be in the moment and like just be seen and be and breathe and just like oh my gosh just exist and it'll be amazing for what comes up for you and like lean into it and the more you lean into it the easier it gets I promise because it's going to be uncomfortable at first yes also addiction when a man drinks, he goes into his wounded feminine. When a woman drinks, she goes into her wounded masculine. If it's an addictive tendency. That's yes. also like, so if you're dating an addict, just know. It's something thing. I had to learn. Yes. And we have addiction in our family. Our father is an alcoholic. But so was he is recovering. recovering. He is actually nine years next month. Cheers to him. Um, but Not cheers. Props. Props. Not cheers. We can't <laughs> cheers him. We cheers, him. we cheers him with water. <laughs> um but if you guys have any other questions, you can find all of our information. Once again, we do talk about all of this in our programs. We go into depth. We and go into depth in them. Yes. And, all and um, more information at synchronicity222.com. Also, um, our Instagram is synchronicity222. We'd love for you to follow us. Also, we are on all big major platforms. So we would love if you would just review us. Um, we're starting to get more traction on this since we are doing 365 days of podcasting um, are you sick of us yet i hope not because we've got a lot more to go it's it's actually going to be great but if you need to reach us or have questions comments concerns we're always up for a good debate or if you just need some guidance we have references and all that stuff we can definitely get you or if you have questions some, on any of this like if yeah. it didn't make sense or you're like i need clarity yeah absolutely reach out our but next podcast next time, will be on boundaries which yes is boundaries are great they're hard, but they're great. They suck. They're actually yes. never comfortable. No. So until next time or till tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.